Are you in a state of recovery? Do you want more clarity and direction? Have you built your foundation and wonder what lies beyond recovery? Do you want to discover what you are truly capable of? And are you ready to discover your purpose, learn to overcome your limiting beliefs, and change your mindset? Are you ready to discover the key to living a purpose-driven life? When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, and strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost, but our journey doesn't have to stop there. This is the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. After overcoming my own 20-year battle of addiction to drugs and alcohol, I have now dedicated my life to empowering those in recovery to rewire their brain so they can change their story and enhance their recovery even further. Hey everyone, Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as I record this, I'm coming off a weekend of very little sleep. Now, that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for not that I got little sleep, but I'm grateful for a consistent sleep schedule and that I've been able to create that in my life. And I don't go off of that very often. And so, you know, I was thinking the other day how, you know, when these times happen, when I'm going through certain things, I'm trying to navigate emotions or experiences, oftentimes my sleep will suffer because I'm a thinker, right? I think a lot. And so sometimes I have a hard time getting to sleep or I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I all of a sudden my brain goes on and I can't stop thinking. And so this has been happening to me lately. And the consistency that I've developed has caused me to to at least move back into that sleep cycle again very quickly. It doesn't last very long. But, you know, the reason why I was triggered to uh, share a little bit of gratitude on this subject was because... I was scrolling on social media the other day and I saw a post and basically it said, you know, as a kid, I was really excited to become adult because I could pick my own bedtime and I wouldn't have to go to bed at nine anymore. And then as an adult, I realized that that bedtime was nine and it made me laugh because I just, I remember being that kid, right? That couldn't wait to stay up all night, that couldn't wait to grow up. And then, of course, in my drinking career, I didn't go to bed very often. And so today, I don't take sleep for granted because I know that when I'm tired, there's consequences. I eat things that I don't want to put into my body that don't make me feel good. I make bad decisions sometimes. And I need all the help I can get, right? And so sleep is just one of those things that I don't take for granted anymore. I always try to get seven to eight hours of sleep and I know exactly what my body likes and what it doesn't. And so today, that's what I'm grateful for. Okay, so before we get into today's topic, just a reminder, if you haven't already, to make sure you grab your ticket for the first annual Rise Beyond Recovery virtual summit. This is being hosted April 4th through April 8th. There is a Facebook community where you can catch all the action. There's going to be five days, over 25 speakers in recovery. 
and they're going to be sharing their stories on how they overcame addiction, found recovery, and created a life so good for themselves that they never want to go back to their old way of living. Now, the event is free to attend, so you can check that out. Just go to the website, which I'll give you in a second here, or you can also purchase a VIP lounge pass that will get you lifetime access to the speaker recordings, plus, get this, this is exciting, a bonus gift from each of the speakers that will help you enhance your own recovery. This is coaching sessions, meditation sessions, ebooks, all sorts of cool stuff that will allow you to connect with each of the speakers. Now, tickets are only $25 for the VIP lounge. And the best part of being a VIP member is that $15 of every ticket sold goes to the nonprofit organization Touched by Addiction to get someone in need into long-term treatment. Now we're talking year-long treatment centers. So if you've listened to other podcast episodes before, you'll know the guys from Touched by Addiction. I have them on the show fairly regularly. And so if you want to be a part of this event, it's April 4th through April 8th, and you can check out the website at www.risebeyondrecovery.ca and either grab a pass or just come join us for free. We'll see you there. Today, I wanted to chat about authentic relationships and being present, you know, especially with the company that you keep. And, you know, I kind of wanted to have a little discussion about, you know, the things that we, who we talk to, what we talk about, are you paying attention, right? Do you feel connected? And the reason I was drawn to recording this episode is because I have some very amazing friendships and relationships. You know, some of them are newer, some I've had for, you know, 30 plus years, and the one thing in common of those relationships that stay consistent for me is that there's a level of connection. Uh, we're able to be present in each other's company. The type of discussions we have are very authentic. They're very real life. They're centered on ourselves as opposed to always being, you know, centered on other people. And I love connection. So I have always valued one-on-one. -on -one. I like small groups as well, but I love connection. I love having amazing conversations. Uh, I love talking about dreams, goals, future, that kind of thing. And so I always appreciate when I attract, you know, people into my life that I can have those intimate conversations with that if I'm not having a good day, I can shed a few tears. I can tell them I'm not okay. And it's always a very solution-focused creating safe space conversation. That's something that lately has really just stuck out for me. Um, it fills my cup. You know, it makes me feel better. It gets me through these challenges that I'm going through right now. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this topic today. Now, I don't know if you can relate or not, but in my drinking days, I hung out with a lot of people who drank like I did. And, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful that I have some of these friends that are still with me and by my side today that put up with this shit um, because I wasn't a very good friend at certain times in my life, obviously. But I chose to surround myself with people who drank and, and used drugs, right? That was, that was who I spent my time with most of the time. 
And I just remember, you know, in the early parts of the evening, because I was a blackout drinker. And so the early parts are really the only ones where I could share um, very stories that I actually partially remember. But, you know, I remember as soon as I got that buzz on, you know, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling. It's almost like you feel the love, you feel the connection, but it's kind of an artificial, right, connection. And you have these conversations with the people that are also just as drunk as you are and you're making plans and you love each other and you can't believe you don't hang out more. And you know what I mean? All these I love you man conversations. And, you know, I can remember planning hikes or planning, you know, I was tired of living the life that I was. I was tired of being out of shape and drinking all the time and using drugs and I was going to stop And I had a good intentions and I truly believe that that is the life that I wanted to create for myself. And so I would make these plans and my other drinking friends would also want to make these plans. But then of course the next day comes, reality hits again and either you're too hungover to do what you had planned the night before and that person may not even remember it. Um, I remember getting phone calls sometimes going, hey, are we uh, still actually going to do this? I'm like, "Uh, no. And But the, the point I'm trying to make is that Alcohol, I think, gave me this false sense of connection, right? This false sense of being authentic in relationships. And, you know, I cared about these people. It's not that I didn't care, um, but it just, it, 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 it didn't feel real is what I'm trying to say here. So now fast forward into early recovery and a lot of stuff changed, right? I had to learn how to be more authentic. I, you know, I remember somebody early on telling me, Tamar, you need to start sharing from the heart, right? Stop trying to share what you think others want to hear. Um, You know, don't quote things, but instead share from the heart, share how you feel, share your experience. And that was really foreign for me, right? Getting real, getting authentic, um, having these meaningful conversations. And I had had a taste of that um, throughout my addiction because like I said, I have some amazing women in my life that have always been there for me. And, you know, I, I, I think that's why things didn't get any darker than they did because I was subjected to a really healthy lifestyle. Um, by these women that, you know, were amazing, amazing friends. But, you know, everything had to become real in recovery. Um, I had to feel the feelings, right? I, when I wasn't okay, I, I needed to learn how to become okay with not being okay. And so that really spurred these different types of conversations now that were more fixed on myself right? It was more about my experience, what I was going through, what I was learning, and also about the the direction I wanted to go in life, right? Which was really different. It wasn't what I was used to. It wasn't that superficial, high-level conversation, that surface stuff. This was actually getting deep. And I, I, I remember just, you know, in those early days, kind of leaving those kind of discussions and conversations and going home and just thinking, wow, like that felt really amazing. I felt like I was really heard. I feel I felt like I was able to listen to people more. I feel like I was able to pay attention. Now, when I'm on, I'm very high energy. I think um, squirrel moments, you know, happen quite often. 
So I have to be really mindful of that, right? I have to be mindful in those moments when I get really excited and I get inspired that I'm still able to be in a conversation and provide that safe space and listen, you know, to somebody before I interrupt. I don't know about you, but in early recovery, I remember, you know, thinking the whole time that I was at a recovery meeting and going, okay, what am I going to share? You know, if somebody asked me to share, what am I going to say? And I wasn't able to remain present, right? And I find that that happened in conversations too, is that you have conversations with the people that you care about. You're spending time with people and you're already thinking about what you want to say next and you're not really listening fully and being present in the moment and just hearing what that other person has to say. And so that is something too that I have continued to work on. And you know, so much so, I mean, back in the day when I was drinking, we didn't have all these distractions with cell phones. I know I've just dated myself a little bit, but I don't care. Um, you know, but we didn't we didn't have our phone buzzing, you know, a hundred times a day, notifying us of we have to brush our teeth, we have to meditate, we have to do all this stuff. Oop, so and so wants to get a hold of you and you know. So those distractions were fairly limited back then. Um, but of course, you know, I was I was still in my my addiction phase. And today we have those distractions. So, you know, the reason why I think also it spurred me to talk about this topic is that in order to really build those authentic relationships, we need to learn how to be present. We need to learn how to not only be vulnerable and share, but we also have to learn how to provide a safe space for other people. And I don't know about you, but you know, if I go out with someone and I'm, you know, because I, I have a lot on my plate, I do a lot of stuff during the day. And so when I take the time to go out with someone and spend some time with them, it's because I really want to be with them, right? I really want to connect with them and know what's going on in their lives and stuff like that and how we can support each other. But, you know, it used to, it, it still drives me crazy, but I don't have a lot of people who do this regularly anymore. That's why I was going to say it used to drive me crazy is that, you know, when you're sitting with someone and they're on their phone all the time, I mean, I was that person, right? And there's still times where I might pick up my phone, but for the most part, even, you know, today, if I go out for lunch or dinner with a friend or my spouse or, you know, a family member, I try and put my phone away because even that, I don't know the exact statistics, but even having your phone on the table flipped upside down, every time that phone vibrates, it takes away your ability to be truly present in the moment, in the conversation. And because of course you're thinking, oh, I wonder who that is, right? Even having it in your purse beside you and it vibrates or rings or whatever, we can't help but want to know, you know, who that is or who needs us. And so one of the areas that I've really been trying to work on as well is, you know, putting that phone away or turning that phone off and just sitting and listening to the person I'm with, right? And also just being speaking from the heart, right? And sharing how I'm feeling. You know, I, um, one of the women who helped support me in my life pulled me aside the other day because I was being quiet. And, you know, for those of you who know me well, I, I'm a talker. Um, I do get very quiet in large groups. Um, you know, but she said, you know, I haven't seen you this quiet for a long time. Like, let's, let's, um, go have some tea together, right? It was in the evening. And, you know, I had a good cry. Um, 
Uh, but sometimes I need to be reminded too that I need to make that effort. I need to reach out. But I think that's the gift of having these authentic relationships that we're able to be present is we we gain those people who give us that safe space, you know. And, you know, the other part that I work on is the focusing on myself, focusing on that person and no one else outside of that conversation. And that's a tough one. I think for a lot of us, I think we can get wrapped up in the gossip, you know, and I'm definitely not perfect with it. Um, but that's something else that I want to work on, right, is that when I'm connecting with someone and I'm being authentic with people is that I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing on that person. I'm not focusing on someone who's not there listening, right? And it's so easy today to get wrapped up into those conversations and let, you know, and this is, I think of my codependency that I've been working on, you know, over the last um, six months is that, you know, being affected by the behaviors of others and feeling that desire to go and share that with someone else right away. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because I think we're naturally drawn to, um, certain aspects of life, right? Whether that's, you know, uh, negative stuff that's going on in the news, all that kind of stuff or gossip from someone. I mean, it's part of why I don't watch the news anymore because I know that that just sucks me down this rabbit hole and I start, you know, sharing my opinions and stuff like that. And so anyway, I, I know I digress a little bit, but, you know, really in this part of my recovery, this phase of my recovery as I go into more long-term recovery is who am I spending my time with, right? Are they the same as I am where they can give me their attention, right? When I'm with them, they can give me that safe space. I can do that for them, right? We're sharing open and honestly about our journeys, but we're also able to share our wins, right? We're able to share our, you know, we're able to celebrate together. The women that I I surround myself with today, we focus on celebrating each other and our strengths. And, you know, being able to put that phone away, put that phone down, have, you know, evenings out of fellowship where you're laughing so hard that you have those tears streaming down your face, your gut hurts, your face hurts, right? And you go to bed just feeling full, right? And that is something that I am incredibly, incredibly grateful for. And I've shared this in my little gratitude bits before, uh, one of the episodes before is just having those kind of friendships, right? Having that, you know, when you connect with someone, you need to talk to them, you just have this feel good, warm, fuzzy love feeling. Um, It's just a good feeling. So anyway, um, I hope you got something out of that, you know, but I, I challenge you, if you're struggling right now, who are you spending your time with, right? What are the kind of things that you talk about? Are you talking about celebrations? Are you talking about wins? Are you talking about dreams and desires and things that really fill you up? Are you focusing on the negative? What, you know, the person, what your neighbor's doing, what, what that person's doing or this person's doing, or are you focusing on you? Are you being present in that relationship? Because I think that can help us enhance our recovery as well. And something that I need to be mindful of each and every day. So I hope you enjoyed that. And as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, if you haven't already come join us for the first annual Rise Beyond Recovery Virtual Summit. It's absolutely free to attend. All you have to do is go to www.risebeyondrecovery.ca and you are going to hear from over 25 speakers, 
share their story on how they overcame addiction, found recovery, built that foundation, and then of course, created a life so good for themselves that they never want to go back to their old way of living. And you know, speaking of authentic connections, a lot of these people I met through this platform, through the podcast, you will have heard some of them on the show before. And, you know, we've been able to build those authentic relationships and some of them have taught me how to do that. So this journey is always, you know, it's it's progress, not perfection. That's what I love about recovery is it's messy sometimes, but we always have a chance to start fresh each minute, every second, right? Every week, every day. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed that and I'll chat with you next time. I have had the privilege to walk alongside of many people who have built their foundation and further enhanced their recovery. But unfortunately, there are still so many people who are still suffering that need our help. The Road Beyond Recovery podcast is a proud sponsor of Touched by Addiction. Addiction thrives in isolation and darkness. Darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. So if you or someone you know has been affected by addiction, there is help. At Touched by Addiction, we are dedicated to exposing addiction and ending the plague. Be that beacon of hope and light that so many desperately need. Each t-shirt or sweater you buy helps to get a struggling addict off the streets and into a year-long addiction treatment program. If you want to support the movement, go to www.touchedbyaddiction.com.